Sakuna Show. Okay, this is Moe Allison, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andros Jones. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're here in the studio, tempting fate. Questions to the songs which we will randomly select Here with the help of our friend Synchronicity And now it's time for the Radio 8 Ball Show Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries in the studio with Don Heffington. All right. He's providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations, joined by his bass-playing compatriot, Dominic Genova, and now joining us on the line from New York City. New York City. Mm-hmm. Amy Allison. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Amy. It's great to be there at Radio 8 Ball. You are there and here. <laughs> right. <laughs> and everywhere. <laughs> so we were talking just in our last segment with Paul Zolo, who had interviewed your father, Mose Allison, and we were talking with Don about the Mose Allison tribute record. And mm-hmm. uh, we're all, I, I actually, I got to hear your, I, I didn't know it existed until yesterday, till Don told me, but I heard your version of Monsters of the Id with the great mm-hmm. Elvis Costello and Don mm-hmm. and your father. And Moses. And, right. oh, what a great version of the song. Really. Thank you. Really wonderful. That was funny. That was just a real afterthought. Remember, Don, I was just like, Let's do this song. And then yeah, we, we called my down. dad on the phone to get the chords. <laughs> That's and he, right. And he told yeah. us the chords over over the phone. Anyway, so that was, yeah, that was really, I'm glad we did that. And that Elvis would, you know, added his vocal. That That's awesome. Oh, so, yeah. 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 Gave me chills to listen to. <laughs> oh, so, good, and that, that was part of a recording project you did with Don? Yeah, that was an album. Um and did I, I don't know how many years ago but not too well I don't know I don't want to think in terms of years ago but <laughs> it wasn't that long. um it was called Sheffield Street and we I did the whole thing in Don's um you know little uh what do you call it Don do you have a name for that a, a shack what <laughs> a shack the shack. No, I don't know. I used to call it electronic recording services. I like the way that sounds. I got a pretty good logo, too. <laughs> ERS? I never thought of that. Electro- yeah, I guess so. I, yeah. Yeah. ERS? It sounds like ears, right? Yeah. Oh, no, electronic recording s- services. Yeah. You know. But, you know, I didn't, you know, whatever. So, and uh, and did you, did you, other than Monsters of the Id, were they mostly your songs, Amy? Yeah, the, all the other ones were mine. Got it. Yeah. It's got some good mm-hmm. ones on there. I'm looking forward it. to hearing it. Yeah. Wait, did Don bring you a copy? Because I don't know if I've... I think I... I, I brought him one. I don't know. Uh-huh. You did? All right. Awesome. That's yeah. good. He's going to get one. Mr. Producer, you got to, like, <laughs> promote your, uh, <laughs> your, your project. That's right. Product. Product. 
Right, push that product. And how did you uh-huh. how did you two meet? I don't uh, remember. How did uh, we do that? Don, do you want do you want to tell or like? Go I ahead, know. you tell. Who's with I'm Ryan? Pretty sure, Don. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure we met through Ryan Hedgecock, who right. was in a band with him in the '90s called Parlor James. And of course, you know Ryan and Don were in Justice together, and you know we we got Don to play um, on our record. We did and two. We recorded, didn't we do two of them? The didn't we? First time I'm sorry. Didn't we do two records? Or am I mixed up? Well, did you? Yeah, maybe we did do two. The first was an EP. Yeah, and I was guess that so. The first time I met you, Don, like it, when we were I recording think so. that I stuff think in so, New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the '90s. And we hit it off <laughs> right away, didn't we, Amy? What was that? We hit it off right away, didn't we? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. I okay. think that's safe to say. All right. So, <laughs> well, let's get let's get into the musical divination. Uh, Amy, what is your question for the Pop Oracle? Oh gosh. <laughs> well, I don't know what to ask, but I decided to be selfish and write something uh, oh, yes. that's about me. It's oh yes. Only about me. Well, let me and... just let me just tell you. <laughs> this is part of the dynamic of the show. For those of you just tuning in, we I encourage all of our guests to ask selfish questions. And I also okay. the thing is, once you ask it though, it's it becomes all of our questions. So the more selfish your question is, the more likely it is that the rest of us are going to relate to it. So. Get as selfish as you want. Go for it, Amy. Okay. Well, this is about me as a songwriter because, you know, I have a ton of songs and actually, you know, I've had some people do them. Like, I mean, Lou Harris did one and that was great. But I just keep thinking, are most of my songs going to die with me or is is some other people going to do them? That is a great, great question. And <laughs> I guarantee that you <laughs> that there's a lot of songwriters who listen to the show. <laughs> everyone okay. relates. Everyone are, relates. Are to... they going to ever see the light of day? Yeah. Is there anybody that's going to notice? You yeah. Know? And, <clears throat> I've will... been lucky like well, a couple of times, but, you know. Yeah, well, my anyway, songs so live. That's... Or, yeah, well, they die with me. That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> That's why I'm going to record out in L.A. at the end of June. It's like I have songs I have to, you know, I have to at least, you know, put them down. I know. So, they, so they're out of my head and onto, you know, some whatever you put it on. It's an addiction we have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Okay. So let's see. So now let's, uh, now to engage the Pop Oracle on your behalf, I'm going to spin... The Wheel of Eight. Right. Na, 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 na. Wheel of Eight. <laughs> Song number three, which is Ooh. Flying Over Flagstaff. All right, all right. Wowie. Flying over Flagstaff Getting back from Baghdad A happy-go-lucky me Me and my cousin Gonna soon be buzzing We're happy-go-lucky me I get distracted by the ringing in my ears 
Sometimes it seems like that's all that I can hear My wife, she screamed and told me stay away from here So I shot the window out and drank three six-packs of beer But when the cops come, they treat me like some rum-dum Well, happy-go-lucky me, hit it deep That was where that kid died Well, happy-go-lucky me But over in Fallujah They say that any little dude can do you Well, happy-go-lucky me I did some target practice Shooting at a mirror Till I got distracted by the buzzing in my ear My wife, she screamed and told me Stay away from here Sometimes it seems like that's all I ever hear Oh, got my fatigues on But where's all the weed gone? Well, happy-go-lucky me My car got bent up, I'm gonna get sent up Over by the steeple, there's a lot of bad people But we're happy-go-lucky Yeah, happy-go-lucky We're happy-go-lucky me And that was Don Heffington with Flying Over Flagstaff, a song that some people might think, just listening to it, was happy-go-lucky me. But no, it's called Flying Over Flagstaff, and it was the answer to... A little different chords, and, you know, it's got uh, that same hook line, yeah. uh, It's got the answer to to Amy Allison's question, will her songs, the majority of her songs, die with her? That... (laughs) That's a wonderful, you know. That's a that's a wonderfully <laughs> Allison esque question. I realize because I, I my mom I was the one who turned me on to Mose Allison, and she has this wonderful dark, almost uncomfortably dark sense of humor because she can't put him into songs, so she just usually yells him across the dinner table. But uh, maybe growing up around that, it it brings out the, you know, you're not afraid to throw death into a question. I love that. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, uh, oh, good. So before we get into the interpretation, Don, tell us a little bit about the background of that song. Where does it come from? Oh, it's just, uh, you know, well, when I started, you know, I usually write a song. If I'm writing a song, I just kind of sing. It's more just about singing than thinking about the lyrics. And Yeah. You know, so as far as the lyrics go, um, I don't know. I just sang "Flying Over Sta- Flagstaff" for no particular reason, and getting back from Baghdad rhymed, yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, okay, uh, so then, uh, then, the, then I kind of went to my go-to, my 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 sort of default lyric is generally about drugs or alcohol. I don't know why. I don't drink, 
anymore. <laughs> but for some reason, uh, I guess uh, I go back there. It. Still thinking about it. And uh, so me and my cousin were going to soon be buzzing. And then so at that point, it became apparent to me it was about post-traumatic stress. Yeah. Basically. So, uh, you know, then I, then I just kind of yeah. went to the different situations involved, kicking the windows out, his wife telling him to get out of there, you know, thinking about Fallujah, kid dying down the road. So it's mm. not exactly a comedy either, you know, uh, but uh, no. But you're definitely See, having you're definitely having fun with the rhymes. I'm definitely the having flashbacks. I'm definitely but the story having, isn't. Yeah, yeah right. You know? I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I just sing. I just sing. I honestly don't know uh, exactly how it comes about, but it's kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. You sing some stuff and see what fits, I guess. Yeah. So, so Amy, what do you think about that as the answer to your question? Well, I think, you know, the whole happy-go-lucky me, it's like obviously the guy's kind of putting, you know, he's, he's trying to keep the pain at bay or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And just deciding to, you know, put on a happy, well, you know, just sort of do whatever. Maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe I have to be less, uh, take myself less uh, seriously and just think like, well, I'm just glad to be here and writing songs and, and whatever happens, you know, kiss it up to God. I don't know. Does that sound at all like well, a that's, viable? No, that, they're, all, they're all viable interpretations. I mean, I, what I, I was know. thinking about how... When you when you asked that question, it totally resonated with me. I actually I've talked about it on the show about the idea that I wrote songs for a long time and then I sort of made myself stop for that very reason of like it felt like I was just having babies that I couldn't take care of. Like, right. And so oh, that's so funny. I, I immediately related like a veteran of the song wars. Like we both share a similar <laughs> PTSD. Oh, very good. That's yeah. So, it's true. Having babies that I can't take care of. That's yeah. That's that's a that's quite a. Um, yeah, I like that too. I also thought it was really funny that it's a song about a, a soldier, a drunken soldier asking for help. And the 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 initials are F O F, so he's like it's a guy who can't pronounce S O S. He's F O F, F O F. D Day. And there are a lot a lot of yeah, that's funny because I don't well I, I do drink but I don't drink much but there but of course you know um, I, that's kind of a go to for me too. It's like there's there's usually some alcohol in there or often I don't know but. Um, <laughs> Um, yet, you know, when you got PTSD, unless you can get help, and you know, and like there isn't help out there. Where's the where's the Veterans Affairs for songwriters? I, ha I had a guy who actually <laughs> ran. He actually ran a uh, uh, some kind of a uh, I don't know program for veterans, and he told me he really appreciated that song. So yeah, I, I bet. I, I yeah. That. Yeah. Because you know, I think I know it's. I think it's great. I mean, it, it's it's it's. It has this joy, and on the record, I, I that's one that's on the first record. Yeah, right. Uh, it has this. It, the it brings out even more of the humor in it. Like on the surface, there's a lot of joy and humor in it. It's kind of like the the mm -hmm. character in the song. Like if you met him, you might think he was actually as happy as he well, is yeah, saying right. he is. Pretending, you know. I guess you, sometimes if you wonder how somebody's doing, they're the last person to ask. I guess. Right. Know? Right. Uh, yeah, right. Sometimes you. Yeah. And I know that, uh, like, um, 
in a lot of my songs, they're, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're a real bummer in some ways, but then there's humor that to kind of, to kind of uh, make it more palatable and kind of, you know, and, and also that's just a, a coping mechanism, right? So I, I identified it. I think I identify with what that, you know, with what that character, that protagonist is doing in that song, you know, kind of like, you know, we all got our, I don't know. Got to get yeah. by somehow. Anyway, I'm just I'm sorry. Well, I, uh, and there, I just feel like at the just to, to sort of wrap it up, there's there's almost like an exhortation of sort of like of just hap, like happy go lucky, like go go be lucky and be happy, mm-hmm. like right. taking it out of the context of the song, because we are not the veterans. We're talking fast and loose about this, but probably people who have actually suffered real PTSD, listen to that, are like, shut up, (laughs) you. Right. Like, you get to write songs. songs. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, be happy that you, that we can write these songs and... You know, I do think that sometimes. It's like, that's a gift, right? That you have this thing that you do and you can put these things together. Yeah. Yeah, I try to be philosophical about it, but I'm still greedy. I still want oh, other course. people to hear them and other people to perform. <laughs> anyway, we should have you as a musical guest on Radio Eight Ball. That would be awesome. I, I'd love that. Yeah. May all your songs find good homes. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. It's a good show.
Of 